y'all see how I got an interlude in the beginning? <laughs> Welcome to the Caribbean Astrologer Podcast. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Please pardon my voice. I am still battling with this flu. My voice goes in and out. You may notice it. And pray for me, okay? So in this podcast, I want to talk about Pluto conjunct the sun. Now we have the conjunction. I looked at it when, uh, well, what I took into consideration is the three degree or between uh, the sun and Pluto all the way through to 29 degrees. And so that's from January 10th to January 19th, 2024, right? And it it was an interesting thing. So... Let me say this. For those of you that have been around for a while, you know I am a lover of God. (coughs) I believe in God the Father, Christ the Son, and Holy Spirit. When I was a pastor of a church, I embraced the religion of Christianity. When I left the church, God began to strip me of religion. I am not Christian, but my faith is in Yeshua. I do believe in the second coming of Yeshua because of my supernatural experiences from childhood to now. When I first got sick, one moment. When I first got sick, I was down for the count for a couple of days, three days. I didn't even realize that I wasn't eating anything. And I don't remember if I was even drinking anything. But at the end of the third day, was when I began to feel a little bit better. I realized that God kept me company the entire three days. And he was talking to me and ministering to me and telling me all sorts of things. And I was answering him back. It didn't dawn on me (laughs) that we were having a conversation. 
literally for three days straight. Even if I sleep, he was with me and talking to me. So I said that to say, that's God is all I've known all my life. I don't know Buddha. I don't know whoever else Confucius. Whatever else is going on. I don't know that. I know what is said to exist. But from my own personal supernatural experiences, I don't know no Buddha. And that's no disrespect to anybody else's spiritual beliefs. I don't know Buddha. When I read the Apocrypha, there was a story in there about King Solomon and how God had given King Solomon a signet ring. And King Solomon used that signet ring to capture demons. I'm inclined to think that it wasn't like the ghostly type of demon, but it was a physical form type of entity. And it was God who taught Solomon how to do that. And we know all about the seals of Solomon, King Solomon. And we know in the Bible that talks about King Solomon's temple. King Solomon went to God and he was like, I want to build you a temple. And God said, what kind of temple can you build for me to live in? But I tell you what. And he said, what kind of temple can you build for me to live in? Because heaven is my home and the earth is my footstool. How can you confine me to a building? But I tell you what, this is how you make the temple. And then I want you to take the Ark of the Covenant and place it within the temple. Now God is teaching Solomon how to build this huge temple. It was so large that it had 12 gates. And if you go to the book of Nehemiah, chapter 3, you will read about those 12 gates. And God taught King Solomon how to uh, maintain that temple, how to run that temple, and to put different people in charge of the maintenance and the upkeep of the temple. 
And on Saturdays, or the Bible will say the Sabbath, there were certain gates that they had to shut down. There couldn't be anybody coming in or going out of the temple. And if you pay attention to other characters in the Bible, you'll see that they would enter into certain gates of that temple depending upon where they were coming from in that city, what direction they were coming from in that city. Keep in mind, King Solomon is the same man whom God taught the keys of Solomon's seals, or what we call Solomon's seals. And King Solomon went to heaven. King Solomon practiced some type of something. And he was able to control entities. This is saying that entities really do exist. We think about Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Haiti, Africa. They do rituals to conjure up and and invoke these entities. Political people in in positions of power and authority perform rituals and invoke these entities. And they use them to control the world by city, by state, by country, by continent, even by neighborhood. There are rankings of entities. That's why when, let's say you go from one state to another, you can feel the shift in the atmosphere because that territorial entity is different. You go from one country to another or a country to a continent, you can feel the shift in the atmosphere. And that is because there are entities that are residing over the countries and the continents.
Political people know that. Who do people know that? Solomon definitely knew. And Enoch most definitely knew that. What was given to the 12 tribes of Israel? From God was stolen. And then the 12 tribes had to stop practicing the practices of their ancient ancestors of old. But because of the coding in melanin you can learn things or you should have learned things over time that were divinely inspired Though I love God, to invoke or evoke entities is out of my realm of experiences. And for that, I do not judge anyone who is naturally gifted in black magic, white magic, hoodoo, voodoo, vodoo, any type of magic, shaman, witch, wicca, Uh, Jainism. I don't judge. I don't condemn. It's not my job. When it's time for me To do what I do. I do what I do. And when you do any anything concerning spiritual practices, you'll know as the healer or the practitioner if your work is working. And the way that I know my work is working is when Beelzebub lightly attacks me. It's a light spiritual warfare. And I call it a light spiritual warfare because I laugh at old Lucy.
There's one thing I will always know is that he can't kill my soul. God won't allow him to do it. And if you read the book of Job, right in the beginning of the book of Job, and Job was an Asian man, an Oriental man, right? Oh, Lucy was trying to take him out. And God said, do what you will, but don't take his soul. You can't kill him. And old Lucy went and wrecked havoc in Job's life. Job was severely depressed, as he should have been. He had a right to be. And through everything that he had went through, he did not blame God. He did not curse God. He did not finger point at God. And by the time he got to the end of his trials and tribulations, the Bible says that God gave him double for his troubles. Job's wife even tried to get Job to blame God. And Job was like, if you don't get out of here, woman. (laughs) So I know that old Lucy needs permission to do anything to me. And if he did, there's one thing that he can't do, and that's take my soul. So I whoop him out. I whoop out imps. And I shake the table when I'm doing my spiritual work. Concerning these people in positions of power and authority with titles. And I said that whole story to say this. Not that, that was me sipping my water. You spiritualists, you spiritual people, you practitioners, you healers, you that are naturally gifted, the transiting chart is giving you the okay to do what you do and do it well. For 2024, concerning people with titles and in positions of power, shake the shit out of the table. Do what you do and don't hold back. Get on your job. You have work to do. So let me get into it. I'm going to try not to be over an hour.
excuse me, Pluto-Sun conjunction. Again, it's going to last from January 10th to January 19th. And this is a time of professionals, lawmakers, officials, entertainers, going through a, a mass transformation and a massive change. And Pluto is breaking old structures, old mindsets, old beliefs, old patterns. And as Pluto began to break those things, what they did in the dark will come to light. And this is going to be long term. We will probably see things that has always been there, but now it's really in our face because we have social media. The lawmakers, the lawmakers, the professionals, um, public officials, Heads of the government. Again, people in positions of power and authority will now be held accountable for their crimes. But they will be exposed publicly and humiliated and broken before they, one of two things happen. They'll fall asleep in a bathtub or they'll go to jail. But they will be held accountable. You're going to say, finally, these people are being held accountable. Finally. These people are going to jail. The flip side of that coin is as these people are held accountable for their crimes, positions will close. They will never be brought back. And the country will just be going towards the NWO. Remember, I had talked to you guys and told you to go in and read um, 2025 mandate, there was another, um, I think it was called Pathway to Leadership 2030 Agenda. These two things you could get on a PDF for free. It's going in that direction. So we can celebrate these people going to jail. But what's ahead of us is less freedom, less opportunities, 
and Sharia law, which I talked to you guys about. Man-made disasters I also found in this and the transiting chart. We've always known about man-made disasters and natural disasters. This is not something new. The point of me bringing it up is because we're going to get to a time and it will probably, not now, but later on down the line, maybe when Pluto is in uh, Pisces, where we'll see climate change that we've never seen before. It could be, you could wake up to it snowing and by the afternoon, it's 80 degrees and you need a short sleeve shirt. You was all bundled up, leaving out the door at 8 a.m. Then when you went on your lunch break to go get you a cheese sandwich, <laughs> it's 80 degrees outside. So some of it is man-made and some of it is natural. When it comes to people, these political people, they are going to fight the citizens tooth and nail to maintain control because that's what narcissistic people do, right? The country itself, just in general, is narcissistic. And the more they try to hold on to their control, the more they'll see citizens rebelling against it. And it does not matter how much people protest and how much people boycott. What is written is what's written and it's going to come to pass. Meaning, there is nothing that you can do to bring change. It's too late. You can try and try again as much as you want to. It won't matter. It's literally too late. When the people were supposed to come together and lock arms was decades ago and put their foot down and say, that's enough. And join together in all states and put all of their hate aside, their bigotry and their racism and their sexism and ageism and every other ism, they were supposed to set it aside and stick together in all states. They didn't do that. People who can't let go of control and their behavior is destructive, 
what they do to other people will be exposed. When it comes to a group of people, and it's, let's just say, it's the mayor of the state that have an issue with letting go of control. The things that they do in the dark will be exposed. On an individual basis, if you, let's just say your supervisor is narcissistic or your spouse is narcissistic. The thing that they do to manipulate you and keep you in fear, light is going to shed on it. You're going to have that light bulb moment, that aha moment, and realize that they figured you out and they know what you're going to do before you do it. They know how you think. They know what you're going to say before you even say it. How they do what they do to manipulate you and keep you in fear will be highlighted to you. You'll have that that download, that aha moment. And the purpose of you recognizing the different forms of narcissism and how subtle that energy is is so that you can not only break away from it but come out on top you will be able to out excuse me to outsmart your oppressor And break away from them. The only thing they will understand is you leaving. So nothing that you can do or say to get them to deconstruct their mind and to get the mental health help that they need, they're not going to. Their pride won't let them face themselves. Therefore, the only thing that they'll understand is you leaving. They're going to have a fit about you leaving because you are their source. There's something that they get from you that they can't get from somebody else. Melanated people that are listening, my Hispanics, my minorities, I need you to pay attention to what I'm getting ready to say. You're in a narcissistic controlling country. And they have built their wealth off of your oppression. And they use propaganda to manipulate you and keep you in fear and have you thinking you need them, but you don't, in all reality. And it's going to come a time where there's going to be a mass exodus. 
and only thing the, the, the oppressors and the colonizers and the abusers are going to see is their money leaving because they don't know how to make money any other way. And they don't want to be fair and do things the right way because of their greed. Astrologically speaking, they would rather see you six feet under than to see you walking out of the country. You're going to have to stay two steps ahead and figure out how to take your money and some of theirs and very quietly go. You pay attention to how they do what they do. If you understand the why, you will understand how they do what they do. And you can outsmart them and beat them at their own game. If you remember the whole GameStop situation and how <laughs> the people had outsmarted, uh, I, I call them the big wigs, the people with all the money, citizens outsmarted them and took their money. And there was nothing that the big wigs could do about it. But they figured out a way. It took them a long time to figure out a way on how to get back their losses plus some. And so they planted an agent in the mix. And that's how they did it. So you want to be mindful of agents being planted. know that they will always send a op. They have always sent an op to infiltrate spaces, cause division, and shift the money back to themselves. Look at the recent situation with Starbucks. They linked up with Stanley, and I call Stanley adult sippy cups. They linked up with Stanley they had Stanley doing this mass marketing. The marketing worked. And the money that Starbucks lost in the boycott over the last October, November, December, three months. Starbucks made that money back in a couple of days. They watched what was going on. They sent in an op, they caused division, and they shifted the money back to themselves. They do the same thing over and over again. Why? Because they're arrogant. 
because what they have always done has always worked. And people, God forgive me, are too stupid to realize it. When it's time for you, POC, to make that mass exodus, and you'll know when it's time because your spirit will speak to you. You'll know. When it's time for you to make that mass exodus, they're going to try everything in their power to stop that from happening. Why? Because our labor is their wealth. Every time you turn around, you're paying taxes. And that's one of the ways that they gain their wealth from off of our labor. They sit and they pin two groups of people against each other. And while the two groups are fighting, they're sitting there hoarding wealth. Not only are they hoarding wealth, but they're taking land. They're taking agriculture. And they're building underground bunkers on top of buying an island outside of America. And then they have the caucasity to open up bank accounts in Switzerland. Did you hear what I just said? I'm going to say it again. They opened up bank accounts in Switzerland. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back to pick up what I'm putting down. They opened up bank accounts in Switzerland. They're in a European country with a bank account in Switzerland. Next up that I have written. Uh, On an individual basis, the 10th to the 19th is going to teach people about themselves. And if you don't accept the truth about yourself and the lesson that you are supposed to learn about yourself, and it could be positive, it could be negative, but if you don't accept it and you fight against it, you'll be exposed. The stuff that you would rather deal with in the privacy of your own home will be in front of your friends and family faces and your enemies' faces. Learn a lesson. If Pluto is teaching you that you are not who you think that you are, accept it. Now's not the time to be messing and playing around. Got things to do. Let me see what else I wrote. Keep in mind that the South Node is in Libra. And people... There are some people that want to be on the right side of history. 
But what they don't think about is that this is the beginning of the end of history. Uh, Aquarius is the 11th house in the natal chart. That's the end of the chart. And then once Pluto um, transits from Aquarius, it will go into Pisces, which is the 12th house. This is the end of history. A lot of things are going to be shaken up. There is no going back to the way things used to be. This is it. Some people are not going to live through the end of history. Even if we weren't at the end of history. Uh, People, when it's time for them to leave the earth, they leave the earth. So don't be focused on being on the right side of history. As we are at the beginning phases of the end of history. Focus on surviving. You're going to need to muster up some inner strength to make it through this year. You're going to need some willpower to push past a lot of things that are going to come up personally this year. Now, I want to tell you a story that when I was meditating, my spiritual team reminded me of this and I completely forgot about it. Now, the purpose of me telling this story is because I saw that people were going to be losing their insurance and their benefits. The second house in the natal chart is the house of money and values the banking system, right? Financial difficulties. Some people are going to have a windfall, a sudden windfall of money. It depends on what your ancestors and your your forefathers want to do for you. But I'm going to tell you this story because there's financial difficulties that is going to suddenly come up for people between the 10th and the 19th. For some people, it's going to be of a long duration. For other people, it's not. It could be your car insurance, your health insurance, your homeowner's insurance, um, any type of you know, insurance or or benefits. Maybe you're a veteran and, you know, you get some benefits. It's just going to pop up and it's going to be out of your control due to no fault of your own. It's just the people with the titles. What they're doing is making poor people poorer and trying to push the middle class into being poor. They don't want anybody to have anything like a true narcissist because they want citizens to depend on them. And when you need something for your survival, you need something um, to maintain yourself. 
they want you to turn to them. And when you turn to them, they control you. This is why they don't want people to be self-sufficient and independent. So when you go to them for something like food, aid, um, health insurance, housing, anything along those lines, they're going to say, take this chip and we'll give it to you. Accept the universal basic income and we'll give it to you. Give us all of your data, all of your information and your parents' information. And we'll give it to you. We'll help you. This is what they're trying to do. This is what I saw in the natal chart. When I was meditating, my spiritual team reminded me of a time that I was in a really dark place. I was like, poor, poor. And I had got my first apartment, and I was 18 years old when I got my first apartment. And I very suddenly lost my job, and it was the only source of income I had. Typically, whether, and a lot of the times I would quit a job. So let's say I quit a job on Friday. The next week I would go job hunting. By that weekend, I would be on an interview and filling out W-2 forms and going through, you know, training or whatever. By Monday, Tuesday, the latest, I was working a new job. I never panicked about uh, not having a job. But this time, I lost a job. And it was of a long duration for me. It lasted a couple of months. I was unable to buy food, to pay the rent, to do laundry, to pay the cable bill. I didn't have money for transportation. I was so dry financially. And I went to, I had no other choice but to go to the Department of Social Services. And they gave me 109 dollars for food for an entire 30 days. Now, prior to that, because I had to wait 45 days for that $109, prior to that, I had nothing. And I had a small child to feed. I was going around to all of the food pantries, getting food, and making creating meals out of the food that I got from the food pantries. And back then, the food pantries was nothing like how they are now. Nothing like it. I had to figure it out. I remember not having, I couldn't even pull change from out of the sofa. I had no money to do laundry. And what I would do, in my kitchen I had a double sink. 
And back then, I was able to buy laundry detergent for $1 from the dollar store. And on one side of the sink, I didn't care about my clothes. It was the child clothes that I had needed to wash. And I would fill that one side of the sink up and put that laundry detergent in there. And I would scrub the child clothes. And then I would rinse it out. And then I would let it sit in a little bit of fabric softener. And then I would rinse it out and hang it up in the bathroom to dry or put it on the radiators to dry. That's how I kept clean clothes for the child. That same detergent I would take to mop my floors to clean the bathroom to clean the toilet, to clean the kitchen. Nobody even knew that I was that poor. But whenever I stepped outside, myself and my child was clean and we were neat. We didn't have on the finest, but we were clean and we were neat. Nobody knew that we were poor. Nobody knew that I was poor. Nobody knew that I was scraping together meals. Then the night the I learned that the ninety nine cent store was selling things like ground beef and packages of chicken for a dollar. And so I would go in there and buy that ground beef and that chicken. And I would use the stuff from the food pantry and make a meal. The child didn't even know how poor I really was. I had, there was times where I had to take a bar of soap to wash dishes. The Zote soap came in so much handy because you can do everything with the Zote soap wash dishes, mop the floor, do laundry, take a shower with it, wash your hair with it, wash your face with it. It was it's a universal thing. I was so happy when I finally did get a job. How do you feed two people off of $109? for 30 days. People that were my friends and my family didn't know. My friend came to my house one time and we spoke all the time. She didn't even know. She came to my house one time and she was like, wait a damn minute because your pantry closet don't look the way it normally looked. What's going on? And she had took me to the supermarket and I was so thankful for the $200 that she gave me. I didn't borrow it from her. She gave it to me. The point of it is, I never asked nobody for anything. I never begged nobody for anything. I figured it out. And if I didn't have it, I just didn't have it. And if I could improvise, that's exactly what I did. I improvised. 
I didn't go to people's houses because I didn't want them to come to mind and figure out what the heck was going on. I got caught up on my rent. I got caught up on everything. And I was at that equilibrium place that I was always at. I was so stressed, so depressed, and just in this dark place. No health insurance, nothing. And I'm saying all all of this to say for anybody listening to this podcast, and you may go through a financial difficulty that is out of your control, out of your hands, and there is nothing that you can do about it. Whether it happens to you this, this month or later on down the line, there's nothing that you can do about it. Don't worry yourself half to death. If the bills can't get paid, they just can't get paid. Like they can't get water from a rock. If the bills is going to be backed up, they're going to be backed up. There's nothing that you can do about it. Cancel your subscriptions because you can't pay it. And that's just it. Learn how to create meals with pretty much nothing. Start buying things for a dollar or two and stack stocking up on it because at least you'll know if you don't have any money, if there's no money coming in, if you have to wait a certain amount of time, at least you'll have food to eat. Buy that Zote soap, whether it's a dollar or two in your city. That bar of soap is a universal thing. You could do a whole lot of things with that soap. Nobody won't, will know, they don't have to know that you're in that dark place. Learn how to make a one-pot creation. Learn how to go to Dollar Tree and Family Dollar and Dollar General and how to buy things $10 or less and make a whole meal. How to pick things up Think about what's in your pantry closet, what's in your cabinets, and how you can add that with stuff from whatever it is you pick up from the the dollar store and make yourself a meal. Think about inexpensive snacks, because sometimes you may want some potato chips or something. You may not could get the name brand one, but you could get something for $2 or $1.25. You may not could get the name brand cookies, but you know if you get that pack of cookies right there for two dollars to no frills, you got four rows of, of you know cookies. Keep these things in mind, especially if you got kids in the house. You don't want to stress your kids out. My child had no clue I was in that dark place. None. The child thought everything was fine. Do what you gotta do. If you gotta use dishwashing liquid to clean your house and to clean your toilet, that's just what it is.
if you got to wait till the kids go to sleep to do these type of things so that they don't see that's just what you do if you got to wait till they go to sleep for you to cry that's just what you do the bible say weeping man endure for a night but joy comes in the morning and it may take a little while it may take a little while for you to get back on your feet but you will you're gonna have to muster up that inner strength you're gonna have to muster up that willpower you're gonna have to muster up the strength to push past it do not let the devil win twice that doesn't make sense at all whatsoever why should he So prepare yourself. Prepare. Even if you don't have no financial difficulty now. Prepare yourself. While other people will be freaking out. You know that you can survive. You may have to stop buying that $10 lotion and that $7 shampoo, that $7 conditioner, and get the $2 lotion, shampoo, and conditioner. You may feel poor. I remember feeling poor. And I remember saying, God, I never want this feeling ever again. I've never been a millionaire. I've never been one of those people whose annual salary is 120000 a year or 250000 a year. I've never been one of those people. But I never wanted that feeling of poor Again, that is a very depressing feeling, and it's stressful. I remember feeling stressed all day long, and I thought that I would be able to take a break from that stress. And when I went to sleep, I still felt the stress. I was not able to have a break from that stress. Couldn't get a therapist. I had no money and no insurance to pay for the therapist. I also knew not to give birth to another child. I was in no financial position. To be a, a mother of two or three or four or five. I don't know how anybody do that one. And be poor. The child don't deserve that. It's an innocent child. And they don't deserve that. And I never brought any more into the world. 
point is financial difficulties is on the horizon. Um, next, what I want to talk about, I talk to you about financial difficulties and um, insurance issues. Um, those who receive social security and veterans pay and this kind of thing, it like issues is going to come up. That's the eighth. Pluto is the eighth house, right? That's Scorpio. And these are the type of things that are in the eighth house. There's no, I hadn't seen any problem with housing uh, with Pluto conjunct the sun. But there was problems with um, money. But not having money can impact your housing, though. Uh, the country is in transition, which we already know. We can see the writing on the wall is going downhill in flames. It's a slow very slow train crash. We we already know this. Um, citizens rebelling is what I saw in the chart. Um, again, it doesn't matter how much anybody protests or whatever, boycott, whatever. It, it's not going to work. It's in the chart. It's not going to work. What is written for the country is written. And there's no going back. It's too late. I talked about a little bit about no I didn't Pluto in Aquarius um there was a war for American independence when Pluto was in Aquarius um the last time Pluto was in Aquarius um so when Pluto goes into Aquarius because it's going to go retrograde back into Capricorn here in 2024. And then it's going to go back into Aquarius where it will stay for 20 years. That is when we're going to see more of uh, the proxy wars and the civil wars. And and then the, we know the country is going to be invaded by Russia and China. We know that, right? Uh, then I wrote about Pluto and Pisces. I saw, um, I, I looked at it for like 2.5 seconds flat. I can't take on that information right now. Um, but what I can say is that there's going to be like a climate change that's going to impact the weather severely. And there's, with that is going to come a lot of diseases. So people are going to be making a mass exodus, not so, not so much for the... Um, radical change in weather, but because of the diseases. These are going to be diseases that some of it will be man-made. Um, some of it will be natural or God. Um, but there'll be old diseases from like 100 years ago. And I think I talked to you guys about that um, previously, but if not, that is something to write down. When Pluto goes into to Pisces, we're going to see a lot of old diseases, 100-year-old diseases 
coming back. That's God. What else I have here? The end of the church era. We know that when we look at Bishop Jeeks. That's going to break a lot of people's hearts. Some people are going to commit suicide because of it. Um, that That's going to be a very hard thing. Um, by the time the bishop gets to the end of his season of being exposed, that's going to break a lot of people's heart. But it's going to be, that's the sign of the end of the church era. So there's going to come a time where we won't find any church buildings at all in the United States. With that being said, I would suggest that uh, you buy your Bible and your Apocrypha while you can. Preferably, you would go to a bookstore and use cash to buy it. Don't leave any paper trail about this Bible. Because it's going to be illegal to have Bibles in your home. I wrote about abortions, autopsies, and the syphilis outbreak. I saw that in the uh, chart. The autopsies was interesting. Um, there's going to be more news about organs being missing in people's bodies. And those who had taken part of taking people's organs and selling them and whatever, they will be held accountable for their crimes. Abortion, stop doing it. Stop doing it. Just people are going to have sex if they want to have sex. I'm going to tell you to be chaste if you're unmarried um, because as I've said before, you're going to go and have sex and you're going to get up with a disease that is irreversible. You'll carry that disease for the rest of your life. Or you will get pregnant with a demon child. Half Nephilim and half human. Half giant, half human. Half gray, half human. And that child is going to wreck havoc in your life, male or female. And a lot of you fathers, with the South Node in Libra, a lot of you fathers are becoming single fathers. And so y'all are going to have children that are half demon, half Nephilim, half giant, half gray, half Anunnaki, and human, wrecking havoc on your life. Just don't just don't get pregnant, ladies, and just don't get women pregnant, gentlemen. Stop with the abortions. Your consequences is going to be one you wish you never had. And I'm very serious about that. Those of you that have natural empathic abilities, intuitive abilities, um, you're going to find that 
they have shifted um, and, and become more supernatural, okay? These are coming from your ancestors. They are supernatural gifts that come from your ancestors. It really comes from God, but uh, in your genealogy, it comes, your ancestors had them, okay? I talked about fear and manipulation being used. Uh, I'm going to tell you to get your mind, heart, and spirit right. Stop lying and stop stealing. If you cheat on your taxes, that's stealing. Stop doing it. You're going to get consequences for it. Pluto is a very subtle energy. And when it gives you your consequences, I'd rather deal with the Saturn return than to deal with anything that I have to do deal with Pluto. So don't play. Playtime is over. Stop lying and stop stealing. Uh, the tables have turned on prideful people and people of arrogance, but they can't see it. Their pride and their arrogance have blinded their eyes, which is good when you're dealing with a narcissistic person who's prideful and arrogant, and they think that nothing at all will happen to them because they can't recognize karma from their past. You need them to be blind so that you can get away from them. Raw reality checks from January 10th to the 19th, whether it's good or bad for people, is going to be a raw and uncut, unfiltered, no holes barred reality check. If you thought Saturn was giving you a reality check in 2023 and 2022, you've seen nothing compared to what Pluto can do. Accept your lessons in the privacy of your own home. Don't ignore them and, and, and try to, you know, escape them because uh, it will be brought to light in the presence of your enemies, your friends, and your family. And that's embarrassing. The people who are, who have titles and they're in positions of power and authority. They won't let go. They had it. They don't want to learn to let go, because uh, again, other people um, are the ones that give them their wealth. And one of the ways that you give these people wealth is through paying taxes. You pay your cable bill. You pay taxes. You. Pay your cell phone, you pay taxes. You buy clothes, you pay taxes. You buy food, you're paying taxes. You buy something for your home, an appliance and electronic dishes, you pay in taxes. Uh, you pay your mortgage, your car, you pay taxes. Every time you turn around, it's taxes. You baby boomers, your 401k, your pension plan, you better figure that out if you still have it before the government takes it from you.
I'm very serious. These people will be using fear to get what they want from people, to force people into submission. It's <laughs> Some people will take the bait because they're just stupid. They can't recognize the propaganda at all. Uh, and, and they'll just fall into it, while other people will completely rebel against it. If there's any time for you to rebel, the best time for you to rebel is now against fear and manipulation. Rebel against fear and manipulation. It will save your life. I'm going to see what else I got. Oh, those people with the titles, they'll be using money, banking systems, the economy, what people value to scare people into submission. Um, and we'll see rebellion happening concerning that. Um, they will be messing with citizens' liquid assets, the possessions, such as your car, your home, your farm. And they will be messing with the food, a.k.a. a food shortage. And you can't grow nothing on your farm if you have a little garden uh, in certain states. They're going to say, oh, it's illegal, and they're going to tear up your garden. You heard about what they did with the Amish people. The Amish people don't bother nobody. They never did. And the freaking feds went in and seized the Amish people farm. They don't want them to be self-sufficient. They don't want them growing anything because they want to put people in a position to have no other choice but to depend on them. So when you go to them for help, they're going to say, sure, put this chip in your hand. Take this UBI. You may have to grow your things indoors and don't put it on social media. You don't need the attention. Controlling citizens' emotional security through their resources. Um, I, I just went through that with the liquid assets and the food. Um, and they'll be using the citizens' need against them. Um, and that's pretty much it. So I just want to tell you to be courageous. Do not fear. Be determined. Don't let the devil win twice over you. If you lose the only source of income you have, be ready for it. Improvise if you have to. And pray. If you've never prayed before, if you hadn't prayed in a long time, like now would be a really good time to do that. There is no one that's coming to save you. There's no one coming to help you. The country does not give anything to anyone for free. There will be a price that you have to pay for it. And the price that you're going to pay for it is your, the price that you're going to have to use to pay for it is your data and your life. Don't think that Trump is going to make America great again. There's something coming down a turnpike with that whole situation.
Don't, <coughs> don't think, <coughs> oh, that's what you voted for. <coughs> Excuse me. You voted Democrat, you voted Republican. There's no such thing. They say vote for the lesser of the two evils. Why? Because they're both evil. So, when both parties are evil, who are you voting for? They sit there and they play in public, good cop, bad cop. But behind closed doors, they're sitting at a dinner table with each other's family clinking freaking champagne glasses saying look at these fools look at these dummies they think this they believe that they're blind sheep they can't think for themselves they're idiots why are you still paying taxes I'm, I'm learning that the elderly people and whoever, the disabled people, whoever gets a social security check, that taxes is being taken from out of it. Why is that being taxed? They've been pinning groups of people against each other for the longest time. They tell one group of people, oh, you know, Don't let them have anything because then you'll be an indentured servant to them. Stay away from them. They're going to rape you. Meanwhile, they're the ones having sex with who they're telling you to stay away from. They're lazy. They don't want to work. No. No, no, no. You don't pay a livable wage. And then you want people to do other people's job. And then you don't even want to pay for that. You you come in under the guise of teamwork. You're still getting free labor. You don't value your employees. You don't even tell your employees, thank you. You call your employees on the days off. They can't take a vacation. Heaven forbid if they get sick and they have to call out a day. You having two cows and a calf and your chest hurt. You having chest pains. You don't know how to treat your employees. You keep people going in this vicious circle. It's like a, a, a circle of stagnation. Go to college, you'll get a, a better paying job. Now you in, you debt for your college degrees. And then when you get out of college, you can't get the job because you don't have five to ten years experience. You can't even get an entry level position. So now you got to go and take a job that's really underpaid. Because you need to eat and you need a roof over your head. And you can't even do that. Because the cost of everything is so high. You can't get you a couple of chickens in a hen. Because you don't want people to be self-sufficient. You can't grow a freaking 
tomato and lettuce. <laughs> it's illegal in the state. Can't have a little couple of bees. Because it's illegal in the state. Bees pollinate everything. No bees. You have a serious problem with agriculture. So you say do all of these things and do all these things. And then people realize, wait a minute, I'm just going in a circle. I'm paying all of these taxes. Taxes is being taken out of my paycheck before I even get it. And then I go pay a bill to be taxed again. I try to buy food to be taxed again. Now I got this mortgage where I'm being taxed some more. I got this rent that I can't afford because the job that I'm working is not paying me enough. I got to get a roommate or two just to pay the rent. I got this raggedy car that I used to get me to work and back home again. And I'm paying taxes on it. Can't afford it. Meanwhile, you taking a vacation every two weeks, every two months. Off of my hard labor, and I can't even keep my head above the water. So it's not that people are lazy and don't want to work. We know the trap. People know the trap. But they lie, and they pin people up. And then they tell, they tell the Americans, oh, the Mexicans and the foreigners that's coming in the country, they're going to take your job. No, nobody wants those jobs. They are working the jobs that nobody wants. And then your disrespectful self is underpaying them for all of that hard work that they do. And they're valuable. They're valuable employees. Oh, I pay them $9 an hour, $10 an hour. You are disrespectful. That's what you are. And then they tell them, oh, you know, the people, in the, they, they're lazy and they don't stay away from them. The Africans come into the country, oh, stay away from them. They, they're this and they that. And then they tell the Americans, oh, they're poor. They don't have any food. They don't have water. They don't have medicine. They live in a hut. They didn't make the commercials and the movies and make the Africans. So they pin people against each other while they hoard the wealth off of people's labor and taxes. Those are the two things that they use. Those are the two things that they depend on for their livelihood. Labor and taxes. Don't think it's Democrat, Republican, that's who you voted for, left wing, right wing, extreme wing, and the middle wing. No, 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 no. They playing, all of them are playing for the same team. And that's the devil. Don't get caught up with any of that stuff. Know your enemy. Read that book, The Art of War. 
If you don't already have it, you can listen to it on audio on YouTube for free. And when you listen to it, I want you to step outside of yourself for just a minute and really listen and think about the country. And you're going to know the country is at war with you. They don't care about your religion. They don't care about your ethnicity. They don't care about your gender. They don't care what political side you're on. They don't give a damn. They want to keep their wealth and their power. How do you get out of it? You walk away quietly. That's how you deal with a narc. You study them back and you figure out how you can very quietly walk away. I thank you for spending a bit of time with me. I know this conversation is a heavy one. It's one that's going to make you think but it's going to help you in the long run to get your mind, your heart, and your spirit together. I want to reiterate to the spiritualists that listen to the podcast, get on your job. Whatever you're evoking or invoking, get on your job. Stop practicing on people that you know and focus your energy where it needs to be. Until next time, Shalom.